For those who have been waiting, part two of our episode about masks. Now you might be asking, is this voice I'm doing right now a mask? Is it? Are we masks? Is everything a mask? Is that a mask? Is my toaster a mask? Find out that and much, much more on We Need to Talk. I try my best not to have masks, but I think it's, uh, I think it's an inevitability when especially when you're in customer service like I answer the phones at my job and I have to put on a fake smile every time I answer the phones because you can hear the difference between when somebody's smiling or not um but I've gotten very good at manipulating my voice in a way that people will always think that I'm saying something positive even when I'm not saying anything positive and I'm also very good at saying a lot of words that don't actually have any meaning and that usually answers people's questions by not answering the question. It's one of my favorite things to do. Yeah, yeah. That, that sounds like you'd be a good politician. Uh, I've been told that my entire life. <laughs> That's why you bring it up. Like, I, I've been, like, in random places with you, and people have told you that. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, okay. How do I handle this this time? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just not something I'd ever be interested in. I would have to be forced into politics. Politicians are people who wear masks to our degree. Like, there's a couple of politicians who maybe don't wear masks as much, but any, like, most highly successful politicians, like, they don't really have opinions. They more just go off, like, the, the polls. I don't think politicians should have opinions. You, hmm. Why not? Because a politician's job is to do the will of the people. Their opinion is irrelevant. All that matters is what the people want them to do. A good politician should have no opinion and should do what the people tell them to do. So that would beg the question, what role would a politician have and what role would there be to elect a politician? The role of the politician is to sit and perform the will on a day-to-day basis in the necessary areas of making making decisions, casting votes. Uh, the, the role of the politician is to find out what the will of the people is. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with what their own thoughts are, and they would they would not be casting votes based on what they think the right thing to do is. They would be casting votes based on what the people tell them to do in our democratic republic. So I suppose a question, a follow-up question to that would be, uh, what? why does a politician need to do that? Why can't this be like a direct democracy where people are voting on issues themselves, and then there's this... Legislators aren't in the right term. Uh, just people who follow that executors of the legislation. Mm-hmm. I I don't see any issue with that either. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I just don't think that's the current system that we have set up. So what you'd be saying, in a way, I mean, I, I guess the politician would be someone who'd have to wear a mask necessarily, uh, not necessarily in a bad way, but they the job they're signing up for the role is not necessarily to do what they want, but to do what the they judge to be the majority's will, at least for their constituency. Yes. And not necessarily what they judge, but what is dictated to them by the people. It's not their responsibility to try and make that determination. It's their responsibility to go out and actually seek that information and then use data to make those decisions. And right now we're electing people who are having who are trying to guess at what people are saying and changing what they're saying based on who they're with in that moment versus what the majority says which is how my understanding of how the the democracy is supposed to work so 
I, I think democracy is a game uh, right now. Um, I'm not like a, such a fan. So there's a quote from some dude. It's like, uh, you know, democracy is one of the worst systems ever invented. Uh, it just so happens that all the other ones are worse, which I, I think is pretty true. Uh, so like I, I, I'm, I'm taking the easy stand and just kind of, you know, knocking it right now. But um, democracy has certain rules or the way, let's say the way it's set, set up in the U.S. It has certain rules and very predictable rules and people play those rules. They play the game and the game has certain things with it and people are going to play that game to win. So the whole political strategy people take up is not necessarily to fulfill the will of the majority or the constituency. It's rather just to win the election. And that lends to like looking at focus groups and seeing what focus groups believe and going after certain sects of the community or the people. So be it religious sects, be it uh, certain little communities like sub-communities. Uh, minority communities are big with, say, uh, the liberals and then the religious community and the anti-abortion community is big within the, the, the right, uh, conservatives. So there's different, like, different rules to the game. And then one rule is also uh, the electoral college, at least with the presidential election. And people complain a lot about uh, it should be, say, popular vote instead of an electoral college. But that's kind of how the game's set up right now. I mean, the fact that someone were, won the popular vote and not the Electoral College, oh, that should mean that the uh, other person should you know, win because they won the popular vote. Well, not necessarily because the game they're playing is whoever wins the Electoral College. They put all the resources into winning the Electoral College. Now, if you change the system you know, before that all happens, you know, that's fine. But if that's what the game is right now and that's the game they're playing, you, know, you can't say it wouldn't have been different if they were playing a different game. Mm-hmm. That, that's a weird little rant, but uh, I, 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 I think that the masks the people politicians right now are wearing is one where they're trying to pretend like they are appealing to the will of the majority whereas really they're playing a game behind the scenes and the game is very obvious but it's also they can't say they're playing a game i mean directly uh strategists will say that they're playing the game but not the politicians themselves and that's why i wouldn't be a good politician because i would be super transparent about all these things and be totally willing to i, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to uh, to make decisions based on money or anything like that. I would want to try and perform the will of the people, and I would never be successful because um, the game is set up to not allow that to happen. So let's say that your polling was showing that you're low as far as uh, percentage of Hispanic voters. Mm-hmm. So you go out on stage like, all right, guys, so I guess my polling's pretty low on Hispanic voters, so uh, what do you guys want? Uh Okay, I guess that's what I'm going to support. You know, support. Yeah, let's do this. No, that's the exact opposite of what I'm saying. <laughs> I wouldn't, the polling wouldn't matter because I'm not going to change what I'm supporting based on a specific group because I want them to vote for me. Mm-hmm. I would change what I'm voting on based on what people told me needs to be voted on mm-hmm. and based on what the majority decides in that situation. So it would be irregardless of uh, the divisions you can make as far as, say, race sex distinction if if you're thinking in in strict theory uh, somebody who's actually performing the will of the people of the majority of the people should win they should win because they're they have the majority vote but like you said the game that's not how the game's set up we have gerrymandering and we have all the divisions of of areas that are designed to be able to manipulate uh these to manipulate votes 
everything is designed for manipulation at this point, and it's it's well beyond. We need to tear down the government and start again. It, it, I think it's kind of inevitable, inevitable that that kind of happens, though, to some degree, because the whole issue or the the whole problem with politics is number one, it's very complex, but number two, there's not the right incentives, like. Because what does a certain government regulation that you know benefits a corporation or a union or some group of people really cost me a penny, two pennies, maybe five pennies? So the cost is very, very low to me, but the benefit for them might be a million dollars, might be you know six million dollars, might be hundreds of millions of dollars. Like it can be quite a lot. So the cost to me is very low. The benefit for them is very high, so they have a high incentive to actually lobby the government and to get this thing passed, mm-hmm. where I have very little disincentive to actually you know resist it mm-hmm. and kind of vote against it or do things to you know go against this legislation. And that's why lobbying is completely irrelevant in my mind, mm-hmm. in my me in politics mind, is that lobbying completely destroys the system. It it does, but I'm not sure if it's avoidable. It's avoidable. How so? For me. For, for you. <laughs> but, okay, getting back this on is, the mask. This is why I can't be in politics. Mm-hmm. Is because I can't, I, I have a set way that I would need to do things and it would not work in our current given system. Yeah, yeah. Oh, one thing about mask with leadership is, so when I was uh, a manager at uh, a coffee shop, a thing that I found very interesting is that uh, I had to put on a certain kind of face, especially if things were going kind of rough. Mm-hmm. So, so sometimes we had a drive through and s- sometimes things would get super busy, like we'd be slammed. And we might even be understaffed for how busy we are. And what you have to do as a manager in that instance is on the inside, you might be kind of thinking like, oh, shit, oh, fuck. Oh, God, am I going to survive this? This is terrible. Oh, God, you might just be dying and just dying and dying. But the face you have to put on is one of like strength and encouragement. And you have to be like the center of everything and keep everything well. Because if you start freaking out, everyone else is going to freak out. It's kind of like a general. So like if a general starts kind of like losing his shit during a war, like everyone else will start losing their shit. Mm -hmm. Like the whole thing falls apart. So in that kind of way, when I was a manager, I had to put the mask on of control, calmness, um, and encouragement. I had to, you know, make sure people felt good and kind of up, make them upbeat. So at what point is that not a mask? Because what what I do in those situations isn't put on a mask. It's actually, that's how I would react. So the point where it's not a mask is that's how you're feeling on the inside. Mm-hmm. T- to me, it's a mask because on the inside, I am on the same level of as my employees, like, oh my God, this is terrible. Oh my God, oh, fucking shit. Another customer, uh, I need to take a break here. Mm-hmm. So that's what's going on in my brain, uh, at least on some level. But the thing I put into the world, the thing that I kind of uh, act with is the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think what you act into the world is all of it's relevant. I think that is the true you. I think whatever is going on internally is irrelevant. I think it's the true you from people's perspective of you but i don't think it's true you from your own perspective your your self-construct your own perspective and self-construct is irrelevant it doesn't mean anything the actions you take your your outward appearance is the only thing that is relevant 
I don't know if it is because I would argue that the internals also affect the externals. So it can. I don't disagree with that. Mm-hmm. So your internal is only as relevant as it affects your out external. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that is to say that the external is all that matters. It's all that matters, you know, ultimately. But uh, you have to manage your internals to manage the external. Like th- that. This is what I'm thinking. Well, because you're, if you're feeling a certain way and you put on that face. You could say that all of what matters is you put on that face, and that's how you are. But I don't know if that's actually how you are, because you know, if someone wants to ask you, you know, let's let's say that me and you were working at the coffee shop, and then, you know, you let's say you're my assistant manager, and you know, super busy and crazy, and then you know, you see that I'm you know pulling strong and I'm you know getting everyone there, but then you see I'm actually kind of cracking a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you say, hold on, you go take a smoke break. I don't smoke, but let's say I smoke. You take a smoke break real quick, and uh, I'm just going to cover the floor for you while you just you know, regain your composure because I know you're going to have a hard time. Mm-hmm. So there's the externals, and maybe people who didn't know me and who couldn't kind of guess my internals might say, oh, yeah, he's just a strong leader. Oh, he's just kind of holding his composure. They might see it that way, but someone who might uh, more have insight into internals might be able to kind of see past that. Mm-hmm. And I myself can see past that because I can actually see those thoughts. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't think in the in the scheme of things it's it's relevant to any capacity and I, I think the best way to to overcome that that internal monologue of panic is to just make the mask that you're putting on of bravery the truth one of the techniques I use is well it doesn't really matter <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know, like my job is not life or death like there's the worst case scenario is not bad in any way, so like why do I need to feel the pressure? I'm trying to like figure out where disagreement is exactly here because I think we're agreeing, but I think usually we agree differently. Yeah, because because I think we're agreeing in general because I think we're both in agreement that that is the best way to act. It's kind of like fake it till you make it in a way, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm not. I'm not faking it though. Like, okay. It, it, I guess. I guess I'm taking the mask and convincing myself that the mask is reality. Yeah, yeah. So we could say it's that, and I wouldn't disagree. That's maybe a good way to handle it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know if it's completely descriptive. I don't think it's completely accurate to say that's actually what ha- is happening. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think they. You, you could argue that if you take the mask as if it's reality, that maybe you have an advantage as if you just said it was a mask. Maybe it, it, you would interact with that differently. Mm-hmm. But even if, you do, even if you do act as if the mask is reality, I think there's still the underpinnings there. And maybe this is like the descriptive model versus a kind of a actual model. This is Supernaut. This is Forrest. This is Nate. This is Unqualified Networks. Unqualified, unprepared, and unafraid to say what we think. You can find more at podcastnh.com. You know, one of the masks that I see more than anything else anywhere. Can you guess? Glasses? Facebook. Oh. Like our Facebook page. Facebook. Facebook.com slash we need to talk show. I mean, actually, that's right about that because people will put on like crazy masks. Like, they will try to act like everything is completely terrible with their lives or everything's amazing. And they portray themselves in this kind of way where they will be any sort of thing like that. And it's really interesting because people also try to portray that kind of stuff in Twitter, like where they will spend years and years trying to come up with the perfect response to a tweet and just kind of retweet it, you know, or not retweet it, but tweet it out because, you know, they're that clever and this is how amazing they are. And we, we try to do that sometimes too uh, at our Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash WNTT1. 
and I mean, finally, one of the one of the best places to to really see the mask of people is on a website that they may have. Like we have wnttpodcast.com where you can find all of our links to social media, email, website, and of course anywhere where you can listen to us, get a description of us, see see our logo and our names up there as well. And I think that in a way is a mask. Mm-hmm. I guess so. And there's also a subnet mask, uh, which is kind of a technical thing that we can go into another time. It's usually like 255. Yeah, yeah. And it's actually pretty interesting how it works. But it's, it's also interesting how, so like with politicians, they can put on these masks to represent the will of the collective. And I, th- I think people do that also with their podcasts. And then sometimes they get put onto some sort of umbrella where there's another kind of collective on top of that. And uh, I think a good example of that collective is uh, podcastnh.com. Absolutely, it is. There's so many different shows on there, all being represented by one site, by one network. And that in itself is part of a bigger network, which is part of something bigger and bigger and bigger. There's always things bigger. There's always smaller components making up these bigger things. What it really all comes down to, though, is a bunch of people all talking. Yeah, and talking something we do, and also, like, I think I made the case earlier that we put masks on, and we take them off, and we put them back on, take them off in different contexts. But I think you convinced me that uh, maybe there's no mask to take off. Maybe that's who we actually are. I think that's true, Nathan. I think that's true about a lot of people. I think that's true about, I think that's true about everyone. And I think language can encapsulate the mask we wear as well, which is part of what this podcast is about, you know, talking, discussing things. And talking and talking. You ever see talking? that music video um, about uh, somebody that I used to know? Somebody I used to know. Exactly. Never you, you know how they have like the mosaic painted on their face or whatever it is? Yeah, it's pretty dumb. I feel like that is a representation of people's masks, the different masks we wear, taking up different parts of our faces at different times. They're different colors. They have different moods. They have different shapes, sizes. And I think that's a better representation. The mask, I, I think who we truly are is a collection of all of these different masks put together. Hmm. I think the ultimate mask is the mask that when we take off all the masks is still there, which is in and of itself all the masks. So as you take them off, they seep down deeper into you. See, this is this is getting very complex, very deep. Something I'm going to have to think about. And I think we're going to have to come back to this. Uh, so later, we need to talk. Hey, Pepin. Yo, yo. Do you usually subscribe to entire podcasts or do you look for specific topics? Well, I try using the search function on my podcast player on my phone. It doesn't work too well. I try using Google. Google, it's not really set up for it. So I honestly have trouble. Why don't you just use Listen Notes? Listen Notes? What's that? It's a search engine for podcasts that doesn't just search for the terms you're looking for in the title of the episode or the title of the podcast, but from inside the episode itself. Meaning if you're looking for a specific topic, you can find specific podcast episodes that are about that topic. You know, that sounds a lot easier than spending the hours and hours I have just trying to find the exact right keywords to actually get it to bring up the episode. I mean, usually I just get like a million uh, how to start your own podcast articles. It's really annoying. So that sounds a lot better. Exactly. 
When you're looking for something to listen to, just go to listennotes.com, type in a topic you're interested in, and you'll get instant gratification, useful results. That's listennotes.com. Check it out now.